You're listening to Prep Insider Radio with your hosts, Tommy Morris. Good. This is nothing to do with Sage Creek Baseball, I'm sorry, but have you seen a series of fortunate events? Christian Pedersen. I mean, I'm out here grinding. I'm putting in hours. I'm getting there at 5 a.m. to cheer on the water polo team at practice. I'm showing up to our basketball team. I'm showing up to our football games. We don't even have a football team, and I'm supporting that. Noah Laxina. And Noah Laxina's number three tip for Valentine's Day is... Chill, man. Things are going to be all right. All right? You don't want to force it. Let it happen. You're going to be all right. And Bodie De Silva from Scorebook Live. I mean, he brought basketball into that one. I got to give him 9 out of 10. I like that. What's going on, everybody? Christian Pedersen. Tommy Morris. Bodie De Silva. And we are also joined by a guest to start off the show, and it is Sean Martinez from Helix High School. Sean, what is going on? Say hello to everybody real quick. Hi, everybody. How you doing? All right, so we'll get back to Sean in a second because we have to give this man his proper introduction. We're going to do our interview first, then afterwards. I got one big lingering question that I want to ask about an update that CIF made to some stuff this week. So let's get to Sean first, though. I'm glad we have this man on because not only is he a champion, uh, not only is he a, I mean, pick one of the five or six awards that he got last year and you fill in the blank there as to what you want to introduce him as, but he's someone that we we, we talked to his teammate, Jalen Jaden Brown, earlier this week, and he said... Uh, he he wouldn't admit he he wouldn't admit to it directly, but he said that basically this is the one dude on the team that he's scared of, um, and and I liked hearing that because because uh, it's always fun to talk to an offensive lineman that can uh, get after it a little bit no matter what position you play. Sean, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we're still a few months away from football, but uh, it, it it's got to feel pretty good that it's finally down to like you can sort of understand it's only a couple weeks away, right? Yeah, definitely. What's the off season been like for you? Because I'm I'm sure that that's a loaded question that comes in a million different directions. But in terms of the actual physical preparation that you've been doing, what have you been able to actually get in? So I've done a little bit of working out in the weight room on the field. I've been trying to go to as many camps as possible with like the camps affiliated with uh, Giant Skills. Uh, I'm going to one in November uh, with Keith Miller called Showcase Football or something like that. And yeah, just trying to get in as much work as possible with all this COVID stuff. Uh, Sean, with the extended break this off season, is there one specific thing you think you've been able to improve on, or um, as you head into senior year? For me, yeah, uh, I think I think that I've improved a lot on my pass set because, like, run blocking is kind of run blocking. You just kind of get in the way of the guy, and you just destroy him, and you just push him push him down the field. But pass blocking is a lot more technical, and you just like being patient, I think that I've improved a lot on that since last year. Yeah, Christian talks all the time about how big your offensive line is, just specifically. Damn goons. I'm not going to say because I don't think you're afraid of anybody, but if there was one guy on your offensive line that you're like, dude, that dude's big, who would it be? No way is he scared of anybody on his own <laughs> offensive line. Uh, from last season, it would have to be Leandre Rail. Because uh, he's just a big dude, but uh, <laughs> this year I think I'm the biggest. Or actually, Josh Simmons. Uh, he's a big six, dude. Six. Yeah, he's six six, like two seventy, two eighty. You can't teach six six. Can't teach yeah, can. <laughs> uh, We'll put that on the poll at SD Prep Insider. You can't teach six six? Question mark. Yes or no? And we're talking to Sean Martinez from Helix High School. Tom, you got another question? Yeah. So, kind of looking at your guys' schedule, you're one of the few teams that does have some out of section games scheduled in there. So, are you guys excited to still be able to potentially do that? And what's it like for you guys? Because you guys are always one of those teams that and I'm not trying to toot your guys' horn, but you guys are 
so much better than the majority of the teams in San Diego. You do have to play these out-of-section games. So what are those like? Oh, those are definitely fun. Like, for us, we got Oceanside, Corona Centennial with Corner Corman, and then Mission Viejo. Those are our first three games, I'm pretty sure. And then, uh, like, every year we play, like, the best teams in California, kind of. I love playing the best teams because, like, you go, you got to, you get to go against a lot of good competition. And, like, other schools, like, they, like, want to see, like, how their team reacts, like, to some all right teams. Like, no, we, we want to put our, put ourselves at the fire. And so then we can uh, test ourselves for championships ourselves for league, all that type of stuff. You mentioned the word championships. I want to go back and ask you what sticks with you from your, your championship experience last year? What's what's one of the what is one of the, the the main memories, takeaways, what really is is sticking with your your what do you remember most about that experience? Um for me it was it was so surreal because the year before, back in uh, 20, uh, 18 or 2018 or 2019, when we had lost the Saints, I was actually there too. I was on the field. I was suited up, but I didn't play a lot. But uh, I was like, dang, like, I don't want to come back here and lose. And that was like a big driving factor for, for me, at least, for winning last year. I was like, I don't want to come back to the stadium and lose. Speaking of last year, too, one of the crazier games that I got to see in person was your guys' game against Saints. Very low-scoring game, and then it kind of all went kind of crazy at the end. What was that game like? Oh, that was, that was definitely a, a, a tough one. So, they, everyone, Saints', Saints is defense is just chaos. They were just getting, <laughs> it was just confusion. And, uh, we, just, we just kept running the ball right at the middle, and then Sammy Stewart uh, came up with a big pick six. And that was huge for us. We were just grinding it out as a team. Uh, looking back at, I mean, the the years since you've been at Helix, is there one game that sticks out? Is it that Saints game last year? Is there one where maybe you dominated and um, it wasn't a close game? Or what's the one you look back on with the best memories? Um, I think for me, and, and, and like the team overall, I think our one of our better games, was probably against Cathedral. For me, I had um, two big fourth down stops, a big defensive play on, uh, I think it was like a second down when they run, ran a fly sweep to, with, the, with the receiver. I got him in the backfield, and then, and then on offense, I was just dominating like uh, all the DNs and the linebackers. I think that was good because them coming off the big win off of uh, Corona Centennial and Corey Foreman, them coming off that win and everyone like, hyping them up, I, I think it was good, uh, like, a stamp for us to put on them, like, no, we're the best team in San Diego. You talked talk about playing some offense and some defense. Which do you prefer and which do you think you're better at? Um, I don't know. That's a hard question. A lot of people ask me that because I know, like, statistically on paper, I'm better on offense. I like defense, but I also like offense. So, I, I don't know. It's just really hard for me to decide. I want to ask you um, something a little bit different from the. Well, I'm, I'm done playing the memory game, the cliche high school sports question games, and I, I want to go uh, more towards the visual. Maybe you can teach us something if you if you go check out. We're talking to Sean Martinez, him on Twitter. It's at Sean underscore Martinez underscore Sean. The uh, the jersey doesn't make it all the way down, so you got definitely the showing off of the lineman girth there in the middle but you got the arms folded in a way that you're also showing off the cannons. What is the key to being intimidating on the offensive or defensive line? Like, how does somebody actually, like, how do you go about instilling fear in other human beings before the snap? 
uh, I don't actually try to do anything. I just like I'm just out there. You just you, you just exist, and that is scary enough. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing. There, there, you don't do any sort of pre-snap stare into somebody's eyes or like yell at them. There's nothing. You're just your existence alone is scary enough. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't really do anything like that. I just like for me, I don't look at them like, oh, like I need to beat you because you're this player. I, I just focus on myself and what I can control. Speaking of guys who are quote unquote this player, Helix had a lot of them. So what's it like watching football on Saturdays and seeing some of your old teammates out there on TV? Oh, it's cool. It's real cool. Oh, I know that kid. Like, uh, I only know it and uh, Zeke are about to play each other. I think it's in October 24th. Uh, uh, Boise State and Utah State are playing each other. And then, uh, watching kids like Chris Alvarado uh, at uh, University of San Diego or uh, uh, Carson Baker. He just got named the number, the QB1 at uh, San Diego State. That's pretty cool, too. Yeah, the Carson Baker one is pretty awesome. Did you overlap with him at all? Would you have been a freshman his senior year or no? Am I, do I have that yeah. off? Yeah, I was a freshman. That was, uh, that was a very different time in our show's history back when we openly doubted Helix football uh, on the airwaves and uh, paid the price dearly for that one. Uh, never, never again. The Noah brothers are on the opposite sides of the ball when, in college, right? What was that? The Noah brothers are on opposite sides of the ball in college, right? Yeah. Uh-oh. I'm, I'm going to have to make... Okay, okay. here we go. They meet in the hole. What happens? Uh, I don't know. That's a hard one. Uh, does, the word, does the universe just explode? It's a good hit. That's what happens. Sean, I got to ask. Yeah, uh, Sean, what year were you were born? Because you're talking about seeing Helix alumni out there. I'm curious about something. What year were you born? Uh, 2003. Alex Smith, who had already graduated from Helix four years prior to you being born, uh, is still in the NFL. Um, do you guys, uh, how do you guys go about celebrating him? Like, does that feel like the same kind of thing as when you're watching Carson Baker or how do you guys, uh, see Alex Smith? Uh, we see him as a big role model because like he came from Helix and his dad was the principal or something like that. And that's just really cool, especially him and Reggie Bush and like just, and him coming back from that big leg injury. Like that's crazy. Like, like the, our coaches like encouraged us to watch the, the series about him, it was, I watched it and it was surreal how, like what happened to his leg and, and how he came back from it. I was just, just, just props to him and all glory to God for that. Certainly. Uh, I, I, I wanted to tweet it, but I just, I figured I'd get too much backlash from other schools, but I was going to quote tweet it and say something like Helix kids just built different. Um, after coming back oh, from yeah. that kind of injury, Definitely. but I figured there's other accounts that I see when they wade into those kinds of waters. And I just go, no, I don't want that result, um, on any way, shape or form. Uh, I will stick to the other sports. Uh, we're talking to Sean Martinez from Helix High School. Sean, thank you so much for joining us. I want to close out with this. Um, pre-game playlists. Do you have uh, Do you have songs that you specifically like? Are you willing to share some with us? Oh, yeah, sure. Deal. Um, so, wait, so here's what I'm... Here's, oh, no, okay, so here's what I'm asking. is we're, we're trying to get everyone that joins us on the show to contribute a Spotify playlist. So let's, if possible, let's close this out with, can you give us like one song off of it, but then send us 10 songs and we'll, we'll make that Spotify playlist and share it with everybody. I got you deal deal. All right. What's that one song? Close this out. By one song. Yeah. Just one sample. Just sample your playlist. One song. It's called Faddish by T Grizzly. All right, there you go, folks. Uh, head on over to our Spotify to see what Sean Martinez is cooking up. Sean, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate your time, and uh, you have a great rest of your day.
All right, I like that kid. I like that kid. He's just scary like on his own too. existence. I'm very scared of this Spotify idea, though, because I think this is going to be a full playlist of songs I've never heard of. And I'm going to feel so <laughs> old. I'm going to well, feel I'm, so I'm, old. I'm glad that's what frightens you and not the profanity, um, because that's where my mind went immediately, was we're going to find out that a lot of these kids are doing the... They probably the, know words that I don't even know. Hearing that he was born in 03 frightens me. <laughs> yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. It's cool, though, man. Yeah. We're still hip. We're young. We have a TikTok now. You can follow SD Prep Insider on TikTok. Uh, we have four videos posted. Oh, we got, we should practice some dance moves and get on there. Is it, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to dance, right? I, here's what I'm going to say is I have a safe assumption that collectively between the three of us that are in this room that w- we are not good enough to I, dance. I feel like you that, should do like a lot of clap gestures, and that that's it. That's all you have to do. Uh, well, the ones I've seen. Is it wrong? Yeah. Okay. So here, here's my here. I'll, I'll summarize my own point in my failures. Is my reference was going to be that I was going to dance like Elaine from Seinfeld, and that makes me both oh, extremely white and a little bit older than necessarily is recommended to be posting on TikTok. So yeah, I think that it, it, it case solved right on the dot there. Um, How is that not a GIF? A GIF. It, it is a. It is. It's a GIF. It for sure is a GIF. I'm going to look for it right now. You, okay, Twitter. so here's the, yeah, no, you don't go on Twitter. You just Google it. That's always, I, I don't, because I feel like the ones that iPhones and Twitters and Instagrams all come with are kind of limited. I'd agree, yeah, so Google's you just, been better. You just Google, yeah, and then you just. I just, <laughs> this is just a brain fart. I just searched for GIF instead of Elaine GIF. Yeah, whatever. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> um, what, so, what, did it come up with the most popular one ever? What it, was is just, that? it was just a GIF of the word GIF. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh still got a ways to go until sports are back uh, carlton um, dance is still better than the land dance but carlton dance i think it's no, but the carlton dance has become iconic though yeah, and true. the because it's on Fortnite and all that kind of stuff and the the elaine dance is just a very you were you were white in the 90s um, <laughs> I, I love how Fortnite realized you can't trademark dance moves so they just they just went for it for yeah, it. yeah. It is over. <laughs> good on them man Good work if you can get it. Um, any actual high school sports news that we want to talk about? I, I mean, I, I was kind of just given a radio tease earlier. They, they didn't really announce. It just kind of got talked about this week from Scorebook Live that uh, everyone's going to be allowed to do uh, all-star games or all-star teams. I or, think it's a big deal. Travel ball teams. I kind of was excited by seeing that because to me, um, that's a much more largely symbolic move than anything else because that's not going to guarantee that Every kid is going to do that, and that's not going to guarantee here, that every program is going to be down with doing here's that. What, here's what it does, though. So let's say a kid goes to school in a district that won't let him play, and then some are allowed to play, some aren't. You could then, in theory, make an all-star team of all the schools that weren't allowed to play and have them play against other all-star teams of schools that weren't allowed to play. So then you, you still give a kid an outlet, mm. and then the, the the district's not liable or whatever. So well, I, wasn't, I wasn't even close to interpreting it that way. That's I how I, that's even, how I, I took it. I hadn't even thought of that. That's how I took it. So I, I, I took it as this, wow. is a, this is a plan for Mark just in tape. case, just in case they don't let people play, at least the kids who need to showcase them for colleges will have a shot and it'll be legal and everything. Tommy Morris coming up with an amazing perspective on something. Mark the so. tape. That was killer. Um, no, I had much more interpreted that as just, they're assuming that things will be so back to normal next year that, AAU ball will be like, hey, we're just going to return to our normal cadence and travel baseball will and all these different sports like that. Um, Bodie, will, I guess be the be the be the voice of reason. Where do you fall in all this? Yeah, no, I mean you brought up AAU and the it's not with this particular bylaw, but the the interesting thing to me is with 
the NCAA announcing their live periods for basketball. That period is now going to cross over when California plans to play their high school season. So whether that's maybe you play a league game on Friday night and your kid's playing in front of college coaches with his club team on Saturday, does he skip his high school practice? How does that how does that whole factor into everything? Because that's what I'm really interested in. Are coaches going to be strict and say, hey, you're either with us or you're not, or hey, you're welcome to skip practice Saturday because you're going to be in front of college coaches. And that's why I say it's a lot. I feel like it's a largely symbolic gesture on CIF's behalf because they're not enforcing in either direction. They're just saying, go for it. We'll be accommodating. And that's going to be up to every single coach I agree. on and such a case-by-case yeah. basis that I don't think, like, I think some people get hype and hyperbolic for certain just moves to make in CIF. And then you really think about it and you're like, no, that's, CIF's not like a, governing body they're just an institution that governs tournaments and organizes they're not the ncaa with whip crack power i i need to reread it too did it say games plural or game because then you could almost make a league of all-star teams see what i'm getting at i, I know i know the rules i, I, I can... interpreted it as as plural okay i know the rule is right now you can only play in two all-star games if you're Correct. in high school i have but, the quote up if you but if you i don't want me to read did that it, go away see, too? okay so i i was interpreting that more as that it was talking about uh like showcase games not Correct. not necessarily considered all-star games. well let's say okay let's say you play in the Mikasi game then you can't play in the all-american you know adidas game and the blue gray game you have to pick you have to pick one you can only do two all-star games per kid but I don't know. Yeah, I don't think that bylaw got suspended. I don't know if that's a CIF rule or what that is. Yeah, I've always known the the rule of two, but I'm not sure if that's CIF. Or, I mean, or can they can they play in five if they get invited? I mean, that's well. If you don't play a season, you should be able to play five All Star games. I, I would no agree. Problem, yeah. yeah. I don't. Um, Chaos. Yeah. Anarchy. <laughs> would take to the streets with pitchforks screaming. Yeah. The the rule is just listing high school All Star competition. So. Yeah, that's why I say I just feel like it's a largely symbolic, and a lot of people get way hype over. Oh, see, I was gonna change. This is gonna change everything about high. No, it's not. Yeah, because realistically, high school sports applies to a lot larger slice of a certain pie that no one wants to admit exists, and that is D three through six type sports where it's just forty kids on the cross country team in at El Cap or something you like that. Kind of that cool, I don't though. mean to sideswipe L Cap. That's a random guess. They might be amazing at track, and I apologize, um, but I would hope that you get my metaphor. Like, because sometimes you get the argument, well, yes, the Division Five schools or whatever have the, the, the top kids are just as good as the top kids in other divisions. There's just not as many of them. If you made, like, an all-star team of those kids versus an all-star team of, like, different divisions, how that would hang? I think you'd be surprised. It depends on the sport. I, because, like, the linemen down at smaller divisions of, of high school football can't that's hang. That's exactly what I'm saying. There's there's always, like, one or two kids on a team that probably There can. are not. You're telling me that, that there was five D five linemen last year that could have hung at. I, I would have to look through it, but I mean, we saw that metaphor more or less literally couple, play it, out in bishops tough to get five. But if you go at like and basketball, El, and let's El say ten years ago before the open division, if you took okay, well, Bodie, no, don't go into previous division bracketing that because that's not a, that's that's not how high, that's like Tommy going back at Danny Mitchell for a <laughs> that is kind of, okay. Well, that is actually kind of oh. I was thinking about. I was thinking about all the small schools' best players versus the big schools' best players. But I mean, that's back not in the Foothills Maranatha yeah. day, was where those were really good teams, but because of enrollment, that's where they played. Yeah, yeah, I can see it happening in certain sports. Baseball, it could probably happen. Basketball yeah. could probably happen. I would assume volleyball, it could not happen because 
I just don't see the demographics and size playing at some of those lower division schools. Yeah. Also, though, the way that the division thing works out now in San Diego is you you have that fluidity, so the certain people just play yeah, at the right level. Yeah, that messed my brain up. Yeah, I, I, um, the fluidity thing messed my brain up. Sorry. I, I still don't know. I don't know. It'd be, it'd be an interesting competition in certain sports. Mm. It would be a really interesting competition. Or I think if you that, had, like, league, like, each league had a team. That'd be kind of cool. That let's do that. Let's let's mark that down for next week's show. Let's just hypothetically rebuild all of high school sports. <laughs> well, yeah, I know when when in the last few years when basketball will do their all star game used to be at Horizon. I think it's been at Mira Mesa now, but usually it's been a north south thing. It'd be interesting if you were to to cut it division wise and and still um, see how equal it is. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that next week. I guess. Yeah. Um, thank you very much for joining us, everybody. Um, any closing notes, Bodie DeSilver from Scorebook Live? The, I forgot to mention that Scorebook Live is the official digital content provider of the entire state, but we don't care about any section other than the San Diego CIF section. Um, um, we're another week closer to, to practice. What are we, like 70 days, 63 days, 56 days? December 18th, I think, is the date. That was 12th. Hopefully. Still two months. Okay, well, we're just <laughs> under two months. Yeah, about two months. Deal. I, I think first scrimmages are allowed to happen December 30th. Nice. So I'm going to go on Google in days until. We'll close this out. Tommy Morris, <laughs> bring us home. What day are we going to? December 12th? Yes. Okay. I hope that date's right. Uh, 57 days if that date is right. It could be wrong. could be wrong. I got to double check. If not, it's You stuck the landing there. It could be right. It could be wrong. Could be Thank right. you very stocks much for listening. Up, stocks go down. 12th is a Saturday, so probably not that. Whatever. Might be the 14th. 14th. So then 59 days. Who knows? Nobody knows. <laughs> Journalistic integrity <laughs> to the very end. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll talk to you next week.